This podcast is brought to you by the Dunfield Retirement Residence, a casually elegant retirement community located at Young and Eglinton in the heart of Midtown Toronto. Customized living options complement your independent, active lifestyle. Learn more at thedunfield.com. That's what it sounded like at a recent Ottawa Red Blacks football game when the team presented Susie Shore Sove with their Wood Cookie Award. It's literally a slice of a wooden log with a Red Blacks logo on it, but the team gives it out at each home game to a community member who's making a difference. And on this day, they honored Shore Sove for her multi-faith volunteer work called From House to Home Ottawa. It all started two summers ago after her father, David Shore, died. And to honor him, she wanted to come up with a charity project. She would start collecting gently used furniture from people who wanted to get rid of it and see if she could help refugees who needed household items after they found a place to live. She paid for it all out of her own pocket at first, and she stored everything in her garage. And then, after she began interacting with the newcomers, she realized she needed help with translation. So now, she runs the project with a recent Muslim immigrant to Canada. And it's all mushroomed beyond expectations. They've obtained a giant warehouse where they store the donations. She's hired staff to do the pickup and the delivery to the refugees. And she's just received some funding from the Ottawa Jewish community. To date, From House to Home Ottawa has helped 250 families this year. Last week, she did 14 families in just three days. And with Canada announcing it will welcome nearly a quarter million refugees in the next three years, she'll have her work cut out for her. It's not fair. These people, you know, I have to give them their dignity. They're moving here with nothing. We need to make them feel welcome. And often people do a huge uh, misleading and misrepresented um, comparison of, well, when I finished university, I, my first place I had, you know, the used couch that had stains all over it. And, you know, we slept on a, whatever, a mattress on the floor and blah, blah, blah. You know, my towels were torn and blah. Okay, but these people aren't 23 years old. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Monday, November the 7th, 2022. Welcome to the CJN Daily, a podcast of the Canadian Jewish News, sponsored by Metropia. Susie Shore Sove is a longtime volunteer in the Jewish community in Ottawa. This new project has been an eye-opener for her and for her clients, She started helping Syrians and then Afghan refugees after they began arriving when the Taliban took over, and most had never met anyone Jewish before. Now she has Ukrainians and many more on her list. But she hasn't faced any anti-Semitism, only gratitude. Coming up, we'll chat with Susie Shore-Sove right after this short message. Did you know April 2023 is Israel's 75th anniversary? In honor of this huge milestone, UJA Federation of Greater Toronto is planning an epic trip to Israel, and all of Canada is invited. Israel's anniversary, Yom Ha'atzma'ut, is a -a one-of-a-kind experience. Streets are filled with parties, fireworks, music, and dancing. On UJA's Israel 75, you'll get to join the celebration. 75 is not a regular anniversary, and Israel 75 is not your typical trip. 
you'll get a truly unique experience of the country, no matter how many times you've been before. With 10 specialized tracks, you can create an itinerary that is totally personalized, whether you're a foodie, an adrenaline seeker, a TV buff, or politically minded. The best part? You can mix and match tracks on different days. Embark on a thrilling adventure one day and a culinary experience the next. Let your own interests be your guide and experience everything Israel has to offer. To learn more about the trip, visit UJAIsrael75.com. That's UJAIsrael75.com. And joining me now is Susie Shore-Sove from her home in Ottawa. Hi, Ellen. How are you? It's great to see you and to reconnect after many, many years. Why did you decide to do this as a grief project? Your, your dad passed? So just before he passed, we were sitting together in the den and someone had asked me something and it got my dad and I talking about this, um, about how great it would have been if, you know, his parents had received things when they moved from Russia to Canada. And um, that one dresser that someone had asked me for literally turned into this. So he passed away just probably a few days after that. And um, yeah, I just, it grew and uh, it's still growing. Were these all uh, Afghan refugees or who, who, who were they for? In fall 2020, a lot of them were Syrian families. I had one um, family from Afghanistan in fall 2021. Uh, and then I've had families from everywhere, but um, right now it's mostly families from Afghanistan and Ukraine. But there's all last weekend we had from Kazakhstan and from Iran and from Iraq and from Congo. And tomorrow there's someone from Central Africa and there's also someone from Ukraine tomorrow and they're literally all over. They're people that don't that came here with nothing and need. That's my definition of refugee. So in Toronto, for example, the Genesis UJA Project Genesis, they have like a store where Ukrainian refugees can go shopping with gently used or new. They have aisles for, you know, baby stuff and it's in a mall and they can go and pick what they want. But you're in a warehouse, so do the actual clients go and they view what they want to pick, or how how does that work? How do you do the design, like, you know, home makeovers for them? Right now, I pick everything for them. Um, sometimes I send pictures, um, but to be honest, uh, we are switching over to the concept where they will, clients will come in and pick, but they're not walking through the whole warehouse, and they're not picking from our whole selection. They will pick from a designated area that we will keep restocking. It hasn't been the most pleasant of experiences when people have come in to pick. The reality is people just want the new things that are in the boxes and not everyone can have the new things in the boxes. We need to share the love. Yeah, I mean, this is the whole thing that when you have a refugee client, a family that comes in, they have nothing. When you first saw that and when you see it every day, when you go to someone's house, what feelings do you still get when you see an empty apartment? With it's like- literally the most devastating thing you can imagine. You know, when you see, like on the weekend, we furnished a family of eight. Well, one of our five moves was a family of eight. Um, and they had nothing. And they had already been in their place since September 1st with nothing. And I had just heard about them. What do you mean by nothing? What does that look like? Describe what, what you saw. Oh, nothing. 
No, no, like, I mean, you walk in and it's empty. There isn't a chair, there isn't a carpet, there isn't a fork, there isn't a knife, there's nothing. Uh, so they have a townhouse and their townhouse is completely empty. So how do they sleep? Where do they eat? They sleep on the floor. Eating is interesting because that's like my number one question, right? Like, what do you eat with? But they eat with their hands and they eat on a napkin that they've picked up or they like they don't have, you know, sometimes they'll have paper plates. I've been into a few places that has paper plates. Um, they don't have anything, you know, people send me pictures. So let me preface one of my self-imposed mandates is that we furnish homes within well, it was within 24 hours or so of hearing about the family. Now, because we have a lot of families, it sometimes could take us up to 72 hours. So they're not sleeping on the floor, not living with nothing for any great length of time. But sometimes, like this last family, I would only heard about them on Thursday. But uh, yeah, they had been here since September 1st. That's a really long time. No, they had been in their home since September 1st. They've been here a little longer. And you're saying gently new or new. Most of it is used? 98% of it is used. And they don't want that, right? Many don't want it, but they don't have a choice. But it's hard because these people had really nice things, right? Their own things. And they know what they want and they know what they had. So we actually have a really, I hate to say it because it's people get, it annoys people very much, but we have a really, really high standard of what we'll accept. And um, I don't accept anything that has anywhere, um, no holes, no cat scratches. You know, they're people with, they're in their 50s, a lot of them, with children who are grown or with, you know, like they've had things, they've had an established life. It's not the 23-year-old starting out. And it's, a, it's very, very different, and we have to be respectful of that. Do they know that this is a Jewish tikkun olam type of agency? I try to make sure that everybody knows. <laughs> that's, the real, that's, that's the honest answer. Yeah. And, and it's a really, it's an interfaith project. I mean, you know, working with Assad, uh, you know, it really is an interfaith project. And uh, it's pretty fantastic from that angle, to be honest. It's, um, I've learned so much, like I can't even express how much I've learned. And just, yeah, being able to work with other faiths for the same one cause, it's very powerful. You haven't had any uh, pushback or, no, thank you, you're Jewish, I don't want type thing? Are you kidding? No, 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 no. People are really, first of all, many of these people have never met a Jew before. So, and I don't, you, you can see me, the viewers can't, but the listeners can't, but I don't have horns and uh, I'm not an evil person. So like I'm breaking, you know, any ideas that they may have had. It, it's quite fascinating, you know, just to see the ones that I have met, just to see their faces like, oh, you kind of look like us, <laughs> except your skin's a lot lighter and you have really gray hair. I know we're, your our audience may not know, and I'm going to tell them anyway, if that's okay with you, that we're speaking just as you're marking in the second yard site anniversary of your father's death. What do you tell him about this when you talk to him? I'm convinced that he's watching me and that he's with me, uh, guiding me along this journey because uh, I don't know how else I'm doing it, to be quite honest. Yeah. 
I want to ask about the clients that you've uh, come into contact with as our last question. And that, I mean, once you furnish their house, what relationship have you been in touch with any of them or do they invite you for a meal? How does that happen? If at all? So many have invited me for a meal. Um, it's COVID. Um, I live with my mom a huge percentage of the time. So I've not taken any of them up on that. Uh, many of them have brought me different things, uh, jams and all sorts of different things people have made for me or brought me. Somebody brought me a stuffed animal and all sorts of different things people bring me. Um, they give, they send beautiful emails often, which is amazing, totally heartwarming and makes it all worthwhile. And um some of them, like I was going to give blood one day and I said, who's going to join me? And the next thing I knew, it was one of my clients. And I've never, I had never met her. She's from Afghanistan. And uh, she's like, I want to join you. It's like, I'm amazing. Kola Kavod for what you're doing. Uh, I'll make sure to put the links for all of this in our show notes and people will be able to get in touch with you. It's a great, great story. And congratulations on being the, was it a um, halftime show person or was it at the end of the game that you got your- It was in the end of the third quarter, I guess. Yeah, or beginning of the fourth, yeah. So they have to wait till the play ends, right? So as soon as the play ends, you get to, they literally sweep you on. <laughs> And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Dr. Karen Devon. She's a Toronto physician who also helps patients proceed with medically-assisted dying. And it's a topic we'll have on our show in the coming weeks. And we'll end with a bit of what it sounded like in Ottawa on Sunday at the community's first Rise Up Ottawa event to fight anti-Semitism in schools and society. It was organized by the Canadian Anti-Semitism Education Foundation and End Jew Hatred and by award-winning Ottawa teacher Lisa Levitan. They had 700 people attend the event. The first clip you'll hear is high school student Dina Friedman. We've had her on our show earlier this year. And then you'll hear from Jewish rapper Kosha Dills. He's sent a new video in from L.A. with a special song that he wrote just for the Ottawa event. Thanks to Andrea Spindle for the sound. In the face of overwhelming evidence and bias of anti-Semitism from teachers, administrators, and trustees, what did we get from the Ottawa Carleton District School Board? A pretty email and the promise of a fresh start to the new year. Words mean little unless they are followed by actions, and so far, I have seen no action. How many times do Jewish students need to tell those responsible for our safety that we are afraid before change is made? In order to make that change, we need support from the Ottawa Jewish community, a community who has always taught me that we need to help one another and stick together. I went to Jewish day school for 10 years. Where are they now? When it really counts the most, where are you? I want to thank you all for attending Rise Up Ottawa, but if I'm being honest, it's long overdue. It's so little, so late. After all, we are the next generation, and if nothing changes, that next generation, the future of the Jewish people, will continue to be in school, learning to be silent, afraid, and alone. So listen as we
A fight to enter major USA to Canada Had to go to NYC mics, put it on camera See I am exhausted, I'm running out of stamina But I can't get bigger trees, build it on my anger up Try to stick up for me, they try to cancel us Like my first time I had to rhyme on bins Hip hop to reggae, the land where Zion is This is real, now they hate you for being Zion This is about The Dunfield Retirement Residence offers customized living options to complement your independent, active lifestyle. Welcome home. Welcome to the Dunfield. Visit us at thedunfield.com to book a personal tour.